Welcome to Brawny Conversations. I am Patrick Braun, your host. This podcast will provide our listeners with informative and entertaining discussions held with experienced people covering a wide range of topics. If you want to shorten your learning curve or just learn more about one of our topics, this is the podcast for you. Enjoy our discussion. Well, Kevin, welcome back. We're going to start uh, part two, where we talk about youth baseball, your developing organizations, and your approach to player development. So excited about this conversation, and, and let's get started. So you've been involved in developing youth and high school baseball organizations for over 10 years. Uh, how did you become interested in this, and how did you get started in it? Well, I think that... Uh how I got involved was probably because due to the fact that I wanted to be involved with my own kids and the sports they were participating in, not just baseball, but basketball, you know, my kids swam at a young age, um, you know, basically anything that they wanted to try, uh, you know, we, we let them try, um, dabbled in football a little bit, uh, with some of them, some of them still, you know, do this sport or that sport, but, uh, you know, it wasn't, I didn't want to just expose them to baseball. I wanted to expose them to, to multiple sports and see, you know, which ones they really were passionate about and wanted to pursue. I think that, you know, kind of leads into, you know, my passion has always been baseball. It's, it's all I've ever known. Um, I was very blessed to play it at a high level for a pretty long time. I was able to be around a lot of good, uh, um, knowledgeable players and coaches, um, some Hall of Famers, um, you know, some had long careers in the big league. So it wasn't the fact that, you know, I I was this all-knowing baseball coach. It was the fact that I was surrounded by good people, good mentors, good coaches my whole life. And it's just, a, you know, I wanted to be able to give that back to the next, next generation. And so, you know, obviously it was combining my passion and love for the game of baseball and helping kids is why I really got back into it. I guess you can say more on a competitive level um, because most of the teams that, that I coached were, were, you know, above kind of the league level and more so focused on the competitive side of things and, and really, Bottom line was, you know, at the younger ages, you're preparing kids to get ready for high school baseball and the kids in high school, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to help them navigate through that recruiting process if college is even an option and, and, and helping them decide whether or not baseball is a reality after high school, which for most it is not. But if it is, um, you know, we, I want to be able to try to help parents and kids navigate through that process. Well, and you're doing it quite tremendously. I've 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 seen you grow players um, and grow teams, and you know one of the things that uh, as a, as a parent who you know had two sons that played in your organization. I always hoped that Kevin would show up and be on the sidelines helping coach the team because you always elevated the play of teams. It was amazing uh, the insights you brought and the experience you you were able to have these 12 and 13 and 14 and 16 and 17 year old guys, uh, you know, just do on the field based on your experience. And it was amazing. Uh, and your presence kind of brought out the next level of effort from those guys. So always exciting to see. Um You've established two of these youth baseball organizations we mentioned. You established uh, Marucci Elite here in Houston, which is now Marucci, Texas. And uh, you're now establishing the Spring Spirit baseball program and really taking it to a whole other level. Um, As you founded these 
organizations, what were the founding principles that you incorporate into your programs? So I think it's 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 two different things, right? When I was when I was over at Marucci, it was it was a for profit organization. Um, you know, we're we're running tournaments through there. We're running you know our own teams through through there. We're running you know practice teams through there. And so you know, I was I was a part of you know a lot of that uh, aside from the tournament aspect. So when you're doing an organization like that, where you know, quite honestly, if if a credit you know if the credit card scanned, you're getting put on a team. And and you know, in the back of my mind. You know, I didn't always like that approach, but at the same time, you know, I wanted to get every kid every opportunity uh, to be in our program. Um, Sometimes numbers just don't allow that, right? So now, come full circle at Spring Spirit, um, you know, Spring Spirit's been around now for going on probably 11 years. Um, I've always been kind of involved, uh, you know, with kind of some of the the fundraising efforts. I've attended their champions, uh, Breakfast of Champions, which is held every February. I've played in the golf tournament. Uh, Kenny Baldwin is our, is our founder uh, who played baseball at Rice. And so I've always been involved. And then he kind of presented me with an opportunity uh, back in 20. 2020 to, you know, be able to stay, stay at home and provide for my family and not have to, you know, be gone as a professional coach. And, uh, so I, I took him up on that opportunity. It'll be three years here coming March 1st. So I kind of took, uh, an existing program that was more on the recreational level and have taken it kind of to a more competitive level. Um, and that was the goal behind me coming on board is, is taking it to the next level. And so, you know, we're very blessed to have, um, a lot of, you know, just a tremendous board of directors that allow us to, to do the things that we want to do. So, you know, spring spirit, you know, our mission is to provide pathways for youth to realize life opportunities through sports, education, and mentoring programs based on Christian principles. So, you know, the two programs are two different, two completely different things, right? We have a holistic child approach here with Spring Spirit. Um, you know, just like I'm the athletic director and, and baseball director, you know, we have, we have softball, we have, we have soccer. But more importantly, you know, we're, we're a ministry. So we have, we have a, a ministry department. We have an education department. We have a mentoring department. So we have a whole team of people that it's not just about, you know, developing baseball players. It's about developing kids on and off the field. And, and it's had tremendous success on, on graduation rates for kids, uh, with high school, we've sent kids, you know, to college, um, probably kids that never thought they would ever have an opportunity to go to college. And, and now they're going to college and not just athletes, but just regular students as well. So, um, you know, I've been very blessed to, to be a part of a, a program such as Marucci and, and, and have teams that have, you know, quite frankly, been some of the best in the, in the nation. Um, and then, you know, kind of getting back to, I guess you can say getting back to your roots sort of, of taking a step back because it wasn't easy when I first got in, you know, when I first got into to spring spirit, I knew the, you know, the level of play that we were at, but it really challenged me to, to become a better coach. Um, just in the, in the fact that I had to take a different approach with the level of play that we were dealing with and, and kind of like, okay, like this is completely, you know, starting from scratch. How do we develop this? And not, not only were I, what was I trying to, do, you know, build a program, but I had coaches I, I needed to develop. So again, it gets back to the whole, you know, 
you're only as good as the people you surround yourselves with, right? And so, you know, I've got a great team here of coaches that that are on board with our mission, not only on the field but off the field, and and understanding every child's background and and where they come from, and and it gives it gives us coaches, you know, kind of a better idea on how to approach these kids, right? Not not you know, not treat them differently, but just a better angle on how to approach them from a coaching standpoint. You know, some kids you can, you know, you can be a little more harsh with and some you can't, but at the same time, it's, it's not changing or getting away from, you know, your overall coaching philosophy and, and giving one kid favoritism over another. You know, we have a lot of, a lot of kids come from single family homes and, and, and some, some rough upbringings, but you know, this is, this is a chance for us to, to provide them a, a, a positive learning environment on the field. And then also, you know, try to get them more involved uh, on the other side of things, whether it be education, ministry, mentorship, or, 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 you know, just, just having a, a safe place they can go and, 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 and enjoy being around other kids and just having fun and, and enjoy being a kid. That is so cool. It's it's giving back and sharing your knowledge, but but now you're not just developing baseball players, you're developing the whole human, which is, you know, one of those those objectives of Spring Spirit, which is just incredible. Let's talk a little bit, uh, you know, with baseball, there's there's equipment that's involved. Uh, you need a field, you know, batting cages, you need all kinds of of things if you will to be able to to get players, you know, ready to be competitive at both high school and then even possibly beyond. And, you know, in your three years of spring spirit, I know that you've moved the needle and, and have been able to really modernize the equipment and the approaches. Talk to us a little bit about what you've done on that front and, you know, where, where the facilities were when you started and kind of where they are now and how that's different. Yeah, it's come a, it's come a really long way. Um, and, Maybe one of these days you need to have our founder Kenny Baldwin on here and have him, you know, tell his story and how it all started. It's it's truly amazing, and 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 I think why he's got such a strong support system and 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 been able to to be around for eleven years is is you know he knew what he wanted to do uh, with Spring Spirit. You know, he was that you know poor Hispanic kid that if it wasn't for good mentoring and baseball and his coaches and his life that there's no telling where he would have ended up. And because he had those good mentors and good coaches, he ended up at the, at Rice University uh, on a baseball scholarship, and was you know uh, you know knew that professional baseball kind of wasn't in the, in 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 the cards for him, and so um, he went on and had a tremendous uh, a business career, and so this was he and his wife's way of giving back is okay. We're going to go and find the, you know, the, 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 that low income Hispanic, you know, neighborhood and, uh, and start this foundation. You know, I want to be able to get back. And so, uh, he stumbled across this uh, piece of property and, uh, it just, it's God's way of it all working out. And it started with just a bunch of dirt mounds that, you know, quite honestly, there was some gang initiations going on probably, uh, you know, in this exact area. And now we've gotten to a point where we have, uh, you know, one large high school regu- regulation field. We have another, which is fully turfed. We have a smaller, uh, smaller field, which is 12 and below in softball, um, that we just got done turfing. Um, we have four covered cages. We have a small circle turf field, which is multi-purpose. Um, we have a warehouse that we're fixing to turn into uh, a weight room. 
and then we have a, a, a building that I'm sitting in now that is, that is, you know, we have offices uh, with our staff here. And, and then we have uh, conference rooms and meeting rooms to where, you know, we have the kids come starting right after school with all our after school programs and our reading programs and our Bible studies and small groups and adult groups. And it's just it's 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 an ongoing, you know, it's an ongoing mission. It's an ongoing process. And so um, where we came from so so long ago to now is is truly amazing. Um, not only from a facility standpoint, but just how we've impacted the community. Um, but on the equipment side of things, you know, we have a lot of kids that basically come from, you know, they, they show up with nothing. And so we've always had a strong, uh, I say donor base based on, you know, people that, you know, just like you and I, Patrick, that, that our kids grow out of, equipment and instead of just keeping it in our garage you know we 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 give it we give it back to the kids that need it you know because most of the stuff is you know every day every you know every sport you play now is 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 kind of you have to have everything up to the, the 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 proper safety protocols and so forth so um you know we provide kids with with shoes that have been donated to us bats gloves you know we'll take gloves that sometimes are broken and we'll we'll restitch them and 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 oil them up and and look to give them back to kids that have kind of earned it and so um yeah i mean we have a we we have great partnerships with a lot of people out there, um, corporations, individuals, churches. Calvary Ripken Senior Foundation is a huge sponsor of ours, or, or not sponsor, but a partner. And so we have to rely on those relationships in order to provide, uh, in order to, to provide these kids and families with what we do in the community. You know, the, the changes you've made to the facilities are very impressive. And in Houston, it rains quite a bit during the spring. And so, you know, during the spring season of baseball and softball, that turf will go a long way to allow the kids to be able to still practice and play and do what they need to do. Um, and it brings well, you, you know, not, yeah, not only that, it's, it's, yeah, it benefits our baseball and softball, but we have so many other programs that, that utilize those fields. And, okay. You know, again, it gets back to the support we have, you know, our board of directors and everybody that that is behind what we do and believing in our mission, you know, that allows us to do those things, that allows us to 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 raise the funds to, to turf those fields. Because, you know, it's it's not just baseball and softball, but there's you know, there's plenty of other times where those those fields are used, you know, almost seven days a week. And uh, it's you come out here during the week on any given night and there's there's kids all over the place out here, which is which is awesome to see. It really is. Well, and, and we have to pause just for a second because donations for equipment, gloves, bats, you know, balls, everything that could be involved to, to play these sports, uh, softball and baseball. How would someone go about making a donation? Do they visit your website? Uh, what you know, you know, some people may be out of town as well. Right. So they, they might not be physically proximate to Houston, Texas. If, but if someone wants to make a donation, how do they how would they do that? So they can go to our website, springspirit.org, and there's a lot of information on there. We've recently done some some upgrades to our website, um, you know, and there's many different ways. Uh, if, if you're here in Houston and want to get involved, um, you know, there's 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 a lot of different ways, right? There's there's mentoring, all different kinds of stuff. So all that type of information is there. Um, but, you know, you can even email me at, at kevin.wit 
at springspirit.org and I'll be more than happy to, to, to point you in the right direction. But, you know, a lot of times it's just people, you know, you don't think of it until you, you, you know, the 20th time you walk by it in your house or your garage where you're like, man, I got to get that stuff somewhere. I got to get it somewhere. And then, uh, you see that, uh, um, you know, when, when you do bring it here, I mean, I can assure you that, that we're going to get it to somebody that needs it. And if there's, you know, a lot of times when, when we have a surplus of stuff, because again, everything, there's, there's some type of, of safety uh, uh, stamp on a bat or a helmet or whatever. And if, and if we can't use it, then we, uh, we have some connections to where we send it down to Mexico and make sure that, uh, uh, you know, again, it's getting used by somebody. Very good. Very good. Okay. Um, there are, Kevin, as you know, there are so many options available out there for parents when they want to get their children to youth baseball and, and associated instruction. What advice can you offer the parent of a child who has an interest in playing youth baseball? Wow. So I, I just did a, uh, I was on a panel last week about this same topic and you know, it's, it's, it's such an important topic because, you know, it's it's something that anytime your kids are, are interested in something and, and they're passionate about something, you want to provide, you know, whatever, the best possible option for them. But I really think it gets back to, you know, does that head coach or organization, do they have the same values uh, that you're looking for? Um, you know, yeah, they might be a successful team or, or, or what have you, but do, is it the best development opportunity for your son, not only on the field, but off the field? I think so many times, um, I think parents, I think we're all guilty of it at, at one point or another where we get caught up maybe in, in sometimes just the winning aspect of it. Um, whereas, you know, especially at a young age, you know, people don't, people, people take it for granted and they don't, they don't really think ahead, but it's like find an organization that there is growth over time and that hopefully you can stay with, uh, and it continues to grow. Although, you know, that's a perfect scenario, obviously, but, you know, nowadays you just see kids that just bounce from one team to the next, to the next, to the next. And, and they never get a real sense of, of what it feels like to be on a team or part of an organization or part of something, you know, with some, with, with some, uh, uh, um, long-term, uh, uh, positive things that can happen at the end of that. Um, and developing the bottom line is developing relationships. I mean, I mean, your family and our family has been, we've been friends ever since, I mean, you know, the boys were, your oldest is what, 10, 11? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that's a long time. And so. And he's 21 you know, I, now. I, yeah. Right. And so, you know, some of the best relationships you have come from stuff like this little league. And, and I mean, some of the, you know, it, it, I know it's very rare to find in today's game, unfortunately is, is, you know, all those families getting along and, and it being such a good, uh, a good environment for the kids. Um, but you know, it's tough to do, but at the same time, I think if you have all the right people with the right intentions for their kids, uh, with the same goals and, and, you know, again, not only on the field, but, but off the field. And, and as a coach, you know, you have to give them that sense of security, uh, as to, Hey, look, this is what we're going to do, but then also going out there and doing it and, and really having, having the best interest of the kid at heart. And sometimes that's having difficult situations like you and I had to have back in the day. And, and, and it, and it turned out for the better. Um, 
you know, so I think it really gets back to realistically, what are you looking for, for your, for your child, regardless of what sport that is. Um, and, and, and really just looking for the long term. you know, if, if they're, if they're 12 years old right now, like it's, it's, what's the best possible option for my kid to get prepared to play high school baseball, because that's what they want to do, not because of what I want to do. Right. And yeah. so, you know, and then, and then whatever else, what other, other avenue you know you can do to to help them get there uh that's what you're going to do some of the some of the best time i i i had was you know when my kids were you know doing swimming i didn't know anything about swimming you know but but i was you know they were doing it they were enjoying it so i was going to do whatever i could to provide the best resources for them get them the private instruction that they needed um you know when they were playing volleyball i didn't know anything about volleyball i loved watching it you know when my boys got to high school and my daughter was in high school um, you know, I'm not the biggest X's and O's football guy in the world, but you know, my son Cullen, who's a junior in high school is, you know, he wants to play college football. So I am always looking for the best possible, uh, uh, resources for him to, to, to put him in that position to, if, if, if that's an avenue he wants to pursue that, 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 you know, we're going to try and provide that for him best we can. And, 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 it, and again, it always gets back to, you know, surrounding yourself with the right people and, and, and putting yourself in, in positions to where, you know, it's, it's people that not only have the best intentions on the field, but off the field as well. Yeah, that's well said, you know, and from the peanut gallery, from my perspective, right, having raised two boys that did have the opportunity to play college baseball, it, it all starts with the coaches and the programs you associate yourself with. And we were blessed to, you know, be with really good organizations all the way through. Uh, and, you know, the, the common theme, and, and you were one of the main instigators of this, is just fundamentals, solid fundamentals. With Without solid fundamentals, you can't progress in the game. And you know, in, in Houston, Texas, it's so competitive at the high school level that just to make your high school team, you not only have to be a good athlete, but you have to have solid fundamentals. And that includes understanding of how to play the game. So I'd encourage any parents out there, you know, it, all teams are not equal. All coaches are not equal. And there's a ton of great coaches out there, but you really got to do your homework before you spend your hard earned money. You could be wasting it if your player's not going to get the fundamentals that they need to, to grow and advance at every stage. And uh, anyways, that's my two cents on it. Well, and, and that's a good point because my, my goal was always, you know, as you know, as you progress with age in the baseball world, the fields get bigger, the dimensions get bigger. And so my thing was if the fundamentals are there and you properly know how to approach a ground ball and the right footwork to come through and get a throw off, like as you start to go up in the field dimensions, the fundamentals help you make that. Yeah, obviously it's an adjustment, but it shouldn't be that much of an adjustment, you know. And then as you get a little older and the fields continue to get bigger, you know, it might dictate, you know, which side of the field you might play on. But in the long run, the fun, it's not gonna, it's not going to be because of a lack of fundamentals. And it should allow that transition and adjustment to be a little smoother. And so that was always kind of my thought process, my goal uh, for the kids. And, and, you know, it, uh, I feel that it's worked for the most part. <laughs> it, it, it has, it did work. And, you know, one of the things that was great about playing uh, in your organizations is you were a believer that, you know, every kid had to play multiple positions and, 
You know, I mean, that was for my boys. They played middle infield outfield. One of them was a middle infielder, outfielder and a catcher. And, you know, and that progressed and and that gave them opportunities both in high school and in college to to play different things. You know, my son that's, that's playing in junior college right now plays left field, center field, right field, second base. And he has lots of opportunities. But that all comes back to the fundamentals that he started in your organizations at 11 years old. <laughs> and and it progressed all the way through. And it's, it's just very important not to get, get stuck because players grow at different rates at different times. And just understanding the game from the full perspective um, is so important. And, and like I said, I, I saw that with you and what you do in your organizations and uh, just the right way to do it. I appreciate you saying that. And, and again, it's, you know, I wish everybody had the mindset that, that the Braun family did, but it, it, it's always a joy to have, families like yourself in the organizations and, and, and those relationships over time, um, you know, grow. And it's, you know, that's what it's about. It's having the memories, um, you know, for a long time. And, and, you know, a lot of times it's not always, it's, it's not always great conversations. Um, you know, there's, you know, just like baseball is, it's a game of ups and downs, right. And, and, and you go through those ups and downs and, and, but that's baseball and it helps you become a a better person, uh, off the field, just like it helps you become a a better player, uh, long-term on the field. Yeah. And good, you know, Kevin, as we're talking about this, you know, it's sometimes people, parents, you know, we tend to put the the cart before the horse, so to speak, you know, and, and even sometimes, you know, kids do that too. And like, man, I'm going to be a major leaguer and, you know, I'm going to play at the university of Texas and I'm going to do this. And it's great to dream big and have those thoughts, but you know, here in, in Texas and Houston, first off, you just got to make your high school team. And that's such a tremendous, tremendous challenge because there's so many good athletes and so many good baseball players and so many good baseball programs. Um, you know, it's not unusual in in Houston for a high school to have 100 players trying out for 20 varsity spots. And, uh, you know, it's you got to be able to play to do it. So, you know, we'll have listeners out there that have kids that are you know, below high school age that are, you know, hoping to make their high school team. What advice would you give to those parents and to those players that, that are, are preparing and trying to get ready to make a high school program? Uh, you know, what do they need to do now to be ready when it's time? Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredibly tough. Like you said, uh, especially in Texas, um, you know, cause you have so many kids that come out and then you have so many kids that make a team, you know, that's on top of, of kids being cut and mostly schools, you know, they have a varsity, you know, kind of a sub varsity and then a JV. And, you know, when there's 20 players, 22 players on a JV roster, your, your playing time is limited. But again, I think it's, 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 uh, getting them in that right organization, you know, when they're in seventh and eighth grade that, that, that can help develop and get them ready because there's still no guarantees, right? It's, it's, it's incredibly competitive out there. Um, some situations are, are, are political, um, you know, and, 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 and not fair, <laughs> you know, this game is, is not fair. Um, so even at a young age, it's not fair. And even when you, try to pursue it and play in, in college or professionally, it guess what? It only gets more unfair. But, you know, I would think that, that you know, you don't focus on just, um, 
you know, the baseball side of it, you know, there's the academic side of it too, which is extremely important. And, and if, you know, what we always preach that if you're not handling things on the academic side, it doesn't really matter, you know, how good you are. I mean, yeah, you might have some opportunities here or there, but it's just going to, it's going to be extremely tough. So if you handle your, you know, your business off the field, um, in the classroom, you know, that's going to open up so many doors for you. Right. And, and when you, when you really sit down and, and have that, you know, you know, talk with, you know, can I play college at the next level? That's going to open up a lot of doors. Right. But just, just kind of leading into high school again, it gets back to, you know, where does my kid, a realistic, you know, kind of assessment as to where my kid stands, you know, both physically, um, academically, um, and off the field as well. And, and, and it's tough. It's tough sometimes to give kind of a self-assessment of, of, uh, you know, of yourself as a parent and, and am I doing what's best for my kid? And is my kid taking advantage of those opportunities? And is this organization I'm with the right organization? And I think that, you know, here at Spring Spirit, you know, we're very fortunate. Most most of our kids are zoned to Northbrook High School, um, you know, and, and we actually had the best season we've ever had. Uh, uh, last year, we had a winning record. Of, we were 19 and 16. It was the first time we've had a winning record in two decades. But it gets back to, you know, kind of anybody can coach the good kids, right? The good kids, they can play. Right. They still need some fine tuning and they need some coaching and they need some structure and all that. But it's OK. What are we going to do with, you know, that average player? Can we take that average player and can we make him above average in, in some aspect of his game? But then that slightly a below average player. Can we take that take that player and make him average? You know, can we can we make him to where he can help out, you know, his team? You know, and so that's the, the approach that we've really done um, and really tried to, to, to focus with. With, uh, the high school kids that we have in our program and 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 then again it, it's if baseball's not in the cards with them that's fine too because you know we assess these players from a whole child perspective and it's we kind of rank them as one two and three their one is, is an above average player two is they're an average high high school player right they're either mm-hmm. an above average high school player two they're just an average high school player or three they're they're below average and they're just going to wear the uniform and that's okay that's completely okay but what what can we do to make that that kid that's a three, you know, a two and a half or a two, you know, can he get on the mound and just throw strikes and help his team win? And so, you know, from a development standpoint, that's what we really try and focus on. And, and, and I think in turn, it's, it's helped, you know, the program because, you know, quite honestly, some of these schools don't have the depth that other schools do. They need kids to play multiple sport you know, or multiple, uh, uh, multiple levels or multiple teams. Right. And so mm-hmm. it's 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 a numbers game. And that's what we're up against kind of at Northbrook on a, on a year to year basis. But uh, hopefully if we can get them you know, at the younger, younger ages in these schools that are, you know, the Springwoods and the Northbrook middle schools that are zoned to, to Northbrook and Springwoods, um, you know, we can help kind of, you know, kind of implement those fundamentals at a young age. That way, when they get there, they're kind of, you know, a little, a little, a little ahead of the game. And, uh, and, but like you said, it's, it's incredibly difficult um, to go out and, and compete at the high school level. But I think the more times that a kid is put in that situation, like I, I really enjoy the tryout process um, mm-hmm. because I think it's really good for the kids to where, you know, okay, like you're getting a ground ball, you're throwing it across the diamond. You got to do that three times in a row. All eyes are on you. 
right? You're, you're in the, you're in the, you're in the cage and you're, and you're hitting live, you know, off of the machine or a coach and you got 10 swings and all eyes are on you, you know, and, and just, you know, you're, you're wanting to, you're wanting to do good and, and see how you stand up against your peers and you're performing, trying to make a team. And, and, you know, unfortunately, you know, that small little sample size is, is uh, a lot of times what, what, what it goes into. And, and it doesn't always tell the, the true tale of, of, of what that player's capabilities are. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, the, 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 the best advice is, you know, to focus on, you know, I guess it's really the whole child piece, you know, it's, it's, it's yep. not only on the field, but off the field, because you can be a great baseball player. And if, if you're an issue off the field and, and there's an, it's between you, and, and another player that's that's a little bit below you from a from a, an ability standpoint, but you know that you're no issue off the field. When it comes to high school or, or, or college, you know they're going to choose that kid that, that that's the hard worker and and not really an issue off the field and is handling his business. You know, again, on and off the field. So, you know, try to find the best opportunity for your kids and and. and you know, kids that are going to, you know, coaches that are going to be good mentors for your kids. And, and I know it's tough to do, but you know, it's, it's, uh, there are some fantastic coaches out there. Some that have experience in playing that sport, some that don't, but they're good teachers, they're good mentors and and, in turn, they're good coaches. Yeah, that's great. And and Kevin, what you said there that really resonated was that the whole concept of performing under pressure, which, right, what happens in a pro style workout and a pro style, you know, tryout and being able to perform under pressure is a skill that will serve everyone well and every aspect of their life. So those kids that are getting that, that feeling that pressure uh, and have to perform. Um, it's just going to serve them well for a long time. Uh, and it's awesome. It's awesome that you're doing that. Now, changing gears a little bit, baseball has seen an explosive growth at the youth and travel ball levels over the past 10 years. This has led to changes in select summer ball experience. What advice can you provide to players and parents when determining which summer program to play for? I think it, it uh, you know, do your research. You know, the internet is is awful in a lot of ways. Um, you know, can't always read or can't always believe what you read on the internet. Obviously, um, but you know, do your research on on the organization that you're looking at playing for, and and the and the, and the coaches that are involved there, the players that have that have you know that are currently there, and the players that have you know gone on and and done you know good things beyond. Um, you know, high school baseball. Um, I think that's the main thing is just, you know, educating yourself on what's out there, going to those tryouts and experience, you know, just, just going through that experience and, and, you know, you, you know, your, your son or, or you will get a feel, yeah, this is just not it. Or, Hey, I really like this. You know, I, I like what I hear here. I like, you know, what, what former families that have played in that organization have said, um, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there that are, they're very good about, um, you know, getting your kid to the next level if that's what they want to do. Uh, but then there's also, unfortunately, a lot of organizations that are just just kind of in it for the the money grab aspect of it. Um, I think that uh, the, the the main point here is that you don't have to, you know, because it, it's not cheap. I mean, you know, as we all know, it's not cheap to go and and, and play select baseball and. I just 
the point to make is you don't have to go do everything that you're invited to or everything under the moon. Um, it's expensive. Um, and, and you just don't have to. Now, there, there's, there's a time and a place, I think, to, to spend your money. You know, when you when you if you are one of those players that has the opportunity or potential to possibly go play in college, then go to a fall uh, camp at at you know a TCU or or whatever school it may be. You know, there's there's time to go spend your money, and then there's time not to go spend your money. You know, there's some people that are looking to go spend money to play every weekend, no matter where it's at, whatever part of the country, whatever age their kid is, and it's 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 unfortunate, and you know. I guess if hey if you have the money to blow on that and go do it go do it if you enjoy doing that with your family and and you use it as a family vacation go do it but it's not necessary right um yep. you know yep. pro pro scouts and college coaches are are good at their jobs and the bottom line is if you can play you can play but it's just a matter of finding the right fit for you whether it be, you know, what high school that's going to be. Some of us don't have a choice with high school. You're zoned to a school, you know, you can't afford to go to a private school, and and that's what you got to do. Um, some have a choice, and so it's it's doing the research there. Um, but when it comes to you know travel programs, you know, just do the research. You know, some some like you know certain organizations, and some don't for whatever reasons, and and that's their choice as a family. Um, you know, and, and and that's how you want to spend your money. Spend your money. But uh, everybody's different. And so I, I would just say, really, do the research. Um, talk to the people that have been there. Talk to the people in the organization. And, and that'll tell you. That'll give you that that vibe, that good feeling or, or, or not good feeling as to as to which direction that you might want to go. Yeah, Kevin, that's really good. And, you know, having having just, just gone through this, and actually you were heavily involved, obviously, what we talked about with my boys when they were 10 and 12, respectively. And, and uh, you know, we traveled the road and, and got a really, really good advice and mentorship from you and, and your coaching staff. Uh, but ultimately, when you left Marucci, you know, we, we chose to kind of look around and see what else is out there. And, you know, we ultimately chose 12 baseball, which worked out great. Both of my sons went through there. And, and I'll, I'll make a, you know, just a statement that says there's no perfect organization out there. Um, there are definitely some that are better than others. And I believe 12 was, a, was the right organization for us. But, you know, a couple principles that I'll... I'll offer to parents and players that are looking at thinking about summer travel baseball. Number one is in the younger years is your, you know, basically I'll call you eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade. You can have all the great baseball you want to play competitively with travel organizations within Houston and maybe Dallas. There's no need to travel the country at that age. You've got all the great teams around the country coming here to play and, and you really don't need to travel unless as Kevin said you want to um, now as you get into your you know pre-junior and 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 pre-senior summers those are bigger summers where it may make sense to go to some of the bigger tournaments one or two of them around the country and they're a lot of fun to do that um, it's a, it's a great experience and my boys got to play against some guys that are you know playing professionally now and it's, it's really cool to, to see those guys um, out there doing it. Um, the other piece of advice I'd offer is that you need to your 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 kids shouldn't be the best player on the team. Now, in some cases, that that's unavoidable because you're a you know a top tier recruit and MLB's looking at you. But for the most part, you want to surround your 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 child 
with players that are are better than them so they can strive to be better and you know i'll use my son jackson as a case in point Um, there were a lot of organizations he could have gone to and been on the quote top team the 18 but at 12 he wasn't um he was you know as high as on the third team and they had six teams in his age group and they were all really really good i think in his class they placed um over 80 players in you know college baseball it was a high skill organization and uh, but he thrived in it and um, he loved the guys he played with, and they were a really good team. Uh, and he was right in the spot where he got opportunities to play. And that was the lesson I learned from Kevin early on with my first son is, you know, get your kid in a situation where they can play and they're challenged and develop. And uh, today my son's thriving, playing for Paris Junior College as a freshman. And he's getting a lot of playing time, and he's doing great. But it all comes to that road that we started at 10 years old at Barucci with Kevin and putting him in situations where he was challenged by playing with players that were bigger, stronger, better. And, uh, you know, he developed the skill and and competed. And and there's a method to the madness. And, you know, always being the best, always playing shortstop, always batting first, second or third. You know, sometimes that doesn't prepare you because I can tell you this, when you get to the next level, everybody is really good. And even the guys who aren't getting much playing time are really good. And it's just a matter of, you know, who's getting who's taking care of business. And a lot of times that's that six inches between the ears is what makes the difference. So yeah. Keep the and things I think, in mind. Yeah. Patrick, sorry not to cut you off, but I think, I think that's a good point because you made a good point as at the time you made a decision that was a good fit for your son and your family. And I think it's a good point because, you know, what, what's a good fit for you might not be a good fit for the next person. And so the, you know, the, the, the Maruchis, you know, the Adam Duns and the Chris Schultes and the, and the, and the twelves and the, and, you know, I'm involved with Kyle Chapman and all, all these organizations, they do great things and get these kids to the next level. Right. You know, you just have to watch out for those ones that are out there that, that, you know, don't always have the best intention. And so that's, that's when it, you know, and, 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 and even when you are exploring those, it's, it's, is it a right fit? Is it a right fit financially? Is it a right fit? Like you said, you know, I don't want my kid to be the best on the team or, you know, it, you know, it, it's, it's okay. Well, he might be the, 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 on this, on the third team here, or he's on the second team here, but what's going to be better from a developmental standpoint? Is he going to get more playing time? So there's lots of things to consider. And unfortunately, a lot of times the, the reality or the, or, or the truth hurts, you know, the parents to hear. And, and it's, it's sometimes the, the parents ego gets in the way, or, or maybe it's a lack of, of knowledge and education, you know, when it comes to that. But, uh, you know, I think that if, if most parents do the research and, and experience what's out there, you know, just go with what your gut tells you, go with what your heart tells you. And, and I think that, that ultimately you'll find that right fit. Yeah, that's that's well said. And, you know, what we always did with our boys was um, we didn't make the decisions for them. We sat them down and laid out the options in front of them and gave them, you know, the, the pros and cons, the old Benjamin Franklin T-chart. And, and then ultimately we let them make the decision. Right. It was yeah. it was it was theirs to make. And uh, uh, it was you know, it was good. But once again, without. 
the 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 direct feedback that you provided early on, I don't know if we would have made those same choices. And um, it's it's mission critical because it's very emotional, and you know you just have to take the emotion out of it and and be analytical about it, and then ultimately, you know, let your child make the choice of what's going to make them happy. And um, you know, I was amazed in the whole process how many parents would leave an organization because their kid wasn't going to be the shortstop on the top team. Um, to me, that was so short-sighted. And, um, you know, it's interesting to see where a lot of those kids have ended up, which is nowhere. Um, because the truth is you're not always going to be that best player. So, uh, anyways, there you go. <laughs> that's the, that's the view from the peanut gallery. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a, that's a wonderful view you have. And like I said, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of people don't see it that way. Um, you know, and, and like you said, there's kids that bounce from team to team and, and, you know, it's, you know, bounce from high school to high school. And, and ironically, some are bouncing from college to college, um, looking for that, perfect fit but in reality you know maybe sometimes it's just got to look in the mirror and 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 you know have a realistic conversation with yourself about you know what what what's best for me and and you know where am i at really you know from from a playing standpoint so yeah very well said okay i'm gonna switch gears just a little bit and uh, you've developed a tremendous number of players and i'm hoping that you have some memorable stories of experiences with players that you've coached that you could share with us wow um you know there's a lot there's there's a tremendous amount of of players at all levels you know i think the most rewarding thing is just getting those texts or phone calls from the parents when their kid makes their high school team you know, because that is is ultimately, in my eyes, that's the goal, right? You you, you play yeah. youth sports, you know, because you know you want you know you you want to play for your high school team. You want to contribute. You know, you want whether it's football, Friday Night Lights, or or baseball, or whatever. You know, most of the kids, you know, and families that you know we know you grow up in a certain area, and and you want your kid to play for that high school. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great atmosphere. It's, it's, it's a wonderful opportunity and it's just, it's just cool. Right. And, and so you, you, you want them to, to experience that. And so I think that the, the texts and the calls from, from not only the kids, but the families, Hey coach, I, I made, I made my team, you know, and, and regardless of what level, right. Because it's an accomplishment. And, and I think that's been the most rewarding thing, but I think even beyond that now, because, you know, I don't like to think I'm getting older, but you know, I guess I am getting older because the kids that I've, I started with are like you mentioned, your son is Brady's how old now? 21. 21. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that makes me feel a little bit old, but you know, these kids are now uh, in college and playing in college and some of them been drafted, you know, out of high school and playing in the big leagues. And, and it's, so cool to see, but at the, you know, it's just the little things, you know, like Ian May, who, who played for us, uh, back in the day, uh, on the Bulls team. And, and he reached out to me this past weekend and he was coming in to pitch against U of H and I was going to, to Georgetown to watch my son play. So I told him, man, I'm not going to be able to be there, you know, good luck to you. And he went out and he dealt, but you know, just, you know, the fact that he reached out to me to see if I was going to be around that way he could, you know, 
say, hey, coach, you know, I, I thought that went a long way. The fact that, you know, you know, I guess that means he had a good experience with me. Right. And, and you know, I kind of yeah. I kind of I kind of did my job as a coach. The fact that he reached out to me, he's coming into town and he, and he wanted to get together. And, and so I thought that that was that's what it's all about. Right. Is is it's, you know, having long lasting relationships and hopefully that in the time you were able to to be on the field and involved in those kids life that it, that it was impactful. Right. And, and, yeah. and you were able to, you were able to provide something for them that they were to benefit or, or learn from. And, uh, that, that's probably the, uh, the coolest thing, you know, it's yeah, just, that's the, seeing that, that's the legacy. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. Yep, seeing, that's, seeing that's that your legacy. Yeah, seeing the success, and, and not only me, just I mean, I'm again, it's it gets back to the coaches that that are around me, you know the the Chip Ambrus, the 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 Nino Lejas, the 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 Randy Browns, the guys over the years that that I've had coach with me for me, just around me, you know, even with different organizations, there's there's a ton of guys out there that do such good things. Um, Four kids, and 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 you know it's 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 unfortunate that that uh, you know I mean I would love you know I would I would love to just be able to help anybody out there. I mean I just love having conversations with with anybody about just kind of the process, you know, because it's such a yeah. need. I think it's an important that you know don't don't be don't be caught up in what everything that's out there, and and it's so easy to get caught up in everything that's out there, and and the smoke and mirrors and, and everything. And it's just like, look, you just, you got to trust the process and you know, what's, what's, what's reality and, and, you know, having difficult conversations and, and, you know, when you have enough of those conversations, they don't become as difficult. It's just a matter of how, you know, uh, the parents and kids are, are, are going to take that. And then that's when, you know, a lot of times like the point you made is they don't like this, this isn't a fit for whatever reason. They don't like their playing time and they try to jump ship to another one. And, you know, like I say, the grass isn't always green on the other side. No, it's not. Well said. And by the way, those three gentlemen you mentioned, uh, uh, Chip, Randy and, and Nino, all made a huge impact on both of my boys. And they are great coaches and they're all active in this greater Houston area, coaching in different organizations. And can't say enough good things about those guys. And, uh, yep, they absolutely all were with Kevin when uh, uh, he started Marucci here in Houston. So uh, good stuff. Great guys. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to springboard off of that because one of the most critical aspects of building a Cecil program is to have great coaches. Uh, you are one of the best practice and game coaches I've ever observed. What are some of the principles you incorporate into your practices and your organizations? Uh, I think, you know, the coaching process, when I first started, you know, I had like, I think it was 18 teams. And quite honestly, the hardest thing was, is, is trying to find 18 coaches that you can trust with those kids and, and that they were going to, you know, instill the, the, the values and, and the fundamentals and everything that you're trying to do. And it, it's not easy. And it's, it's still, um, it's still difficult to this day to make sure that, that, you know, you find some coaches that, that have the same philosophies and the same, you know, approach and, and outlook and goals that you have as a coach. But I think that, you know, I'm, I'm very particular about even more so now than I was in the past about how practices are run. I think that's because, you know, I came into a situation where, 
you know, uh, I'm dealing with, with a talent pool that's not as talented as, as maybe in the past. And so it's like, okay, we got to start from, <laughs> we got to start from the ground and work our way up. Right. And, and so it's, it's very structured practices. Um, you know, being very demanding of, of the kids, holding them accountable, um, you know, just the little things, you know, just like, uh, you know, it's the whole thing. I don't care what age they're at. It's it's being on time, looking appropriate and still in that discipline and structure in their life, because even if baseball is not for them, that's going to help them off the field as well. And, and so I think with coaches, it's also finding that not letting anything slide. And, and how are you going to run a practice? You know, can I give you 20 kids and tell you, you got 20 minutes to go run outfield drills. Are you going to make the best of those that time? Or are you just going to line them all up in one line and, and hit them and hit them fly balls? You know, like, like, can you get down to it? And can you really teach them some fundamentals? How are you going to break down that 20 minutes? How are you going to break down the lines? Are you going to make best use of your time? And so I wasn't always great at that. But, you know, I think that, you know, uh, over time I got better because, you know, the more you're thrown in situations is, is you know, the better. And it's going to make you become a better coach. Um, I love situations like that, you know, like throw me in the mix. How many kids I got? What are we working on? Let's get after it, you know. And, and I just hate I hate standing around, um, you know, like like if we have two hours of practice or an hour and a half or an hour we're going to make the best of it. And the kids understand, you know, what we're doing and like, Hey, look, this is, this is our time to practice. We're going to have fun. But at the same time, we're, we're, we're going to put in the work and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's extremely difficult to, to find the coaches. They're out there. Trust me, don't get me wrong. Um, and usually the good ones are always taken, right. And they're in a good situation because, you know, the people that, that have those good coaches appreciate that and they're going to yep. take care of them in the long run. Um, so it's, it's, and I'm sure it's just like that, you know, in, in the business world too, is it's finding a team that you can trust and, and y'all are working towards the same goal. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, you know, we had a discussion today and in, in my men's group, it's, it's kind of like, you know, letting your, having your passion lead to your purpose. And I think that, you know, I've always had a passion about baseball and, and, and helping players. And I really feel that my passion has led me to this point of, you know, combining, you know, we have a motto here. It's God, family and team. You know, who do you play for? You know, and we play for play for our so God. Good. We play for our family and we play for our team. That pretty much sums it up. Right. I mean, is there any, yeah, <laughs> you know, the, it, it, those three cover pretty much everything. And so, yeah. you know, whenever we do anything, it's like, hey, you know, is that is that how we want to be represented and, and how, you know, that's kind of how we go as an organization. And, and, and it's, you know, we're still we, we've got a lot of work to do and, and getting there. But, you know, we're on we're on a good path right now. And 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 uh but coaches are, are all of it you know i i would not you know i would not have any of the you know i would say success or or whatever you know like you're you 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 know for whatever reason you think i'm i'm a great developer of players <laughs> but you know i i got there because of the other coaches that i surrounded myself with right yeah, well, and and you know, I, I chose you know you can't Kevin, you can't Go ahead. I'm just going to say, Kevin, that's a sign of a great leader. Uh, great leaders surround themselves with great people and let them do what they do. And success is, is a, a byproduct of that. 
Yeah, and I, and I always, I one of my coaches is like, look, I would love for you to coach for me forever. You know, you're a great coach, but you know, what else do you want to do? You know, where do you want to be in five years? You yep. know, do you do you still want to be coaching for me? Okay, but you know, I would love to have you, but you know, do you have? bigger goals when it comes to coaching, you know, and, and, you know, I, I would like to help you pursue those, those goals. And, and that's wonderful, you know, and it's, it's, uh, I'm always learning as, as a coach and, and how creative can I get in ways, you know, that, that you, and you have to, you know, it's just, it's just, how can I better these kids? And, and that's why I'm so blessed that, that spring spirit is, you know, I have a, I have a board and it's such a huge support cast that, that if, if, you know, if we, if we need something that's going to better the kids that makes sense, we're going to go, we're going to go do it or find a way to make it happen or get creative in, in, in how we do things. And so, you know, it's, it's, you know, we combine all our practices out here with our competitive teams and it allows us to do more things and break up kind of into the camp, the camp like setting. And, you know, I can go on and on about that, but again, if you don't have the right coaches there to support you, um, and, and, you know, pulling from the same rope, it's just not going to work. And, yeah. and there's no sustainability there. And, and, you know, it's, it's, if I, if I'm not here and I go watch one of my kids games, you know, that I know they're, they're, you know, everybody says they need a number two guy. Well, I feel like I got several number two guys and the fact that they're in good hands when, when I'm not there. Um, as much as I don't like being there because I, I you know, I, I'm so particular about my practices and how they run. And it's, Hey, did you do this drill or did you do that drill? Um, but again, it's just, we're at a state right now with the kids we have in our program to where fundamentals are, are, are so, so important. And then not only that, but like, we just lack the game experience that most kids do. Um, you know, just because we don't, you know, we don't have the, the, these kids have never had the opportunity that, that a lot of other kids have had and going and playing every, every weekend somewhere. Right. And, and so that's not what we're looking to do. We, you know, SBMSA is is a wonderful partner of ours and and both of our softball and, and, and youth baseball teams play in those leagues. Um, it's a wonderful development opportunity for us. Um, quite frankly, we're, we're close to maybe, you know, playing ourselves out of that league (laughs) just from a, you know, just from an ability standpoint, which is a good thing. It's a testament to the coaches and the kids and the work they put in. And then, you know, we're going to go dabble in some tournaments here and there. Um, but as you know, the tournaments are getting more and more ridiculous on their pricing and, and uh, you know, just looking for different ways and trying to be creative on, on how we can get these kids game, the game reps they need. And, and I'm using some software to, to you know, to kind of implement into the kids uh, to where they can they can learn from that. And, and okay. you know, again, it's just we have to be creative on, on how we do things here. You know, we're a nonprofit really organization. Cool. And, yes, we do have a budget, but if we don't have to spend it, we don't want to spend it, right? And so yeah. it's really helped me even get more creative on, on how we're going to do things. And and uh, we like to refurb a lot of things around here and, and, and get every little use out of them we can. <laughs> Why not? It makes sense. It makes sense. Yep. Well, yep. As, we, as we conclude or wrap this segment on developing Programs and we've talked a lot about Spring Spirit, and I'm super excited to hear all the great things you're doing there. Uh, but we may have listeners at this point that may have an interest in, you know, becoming a mentor as part of that program. Um, how would they go about that? Uh, you know, applying to be a mentor and helping Spring Spirit. So we again, you can refer to the website uh, springspirit.org, or you can email me directly, uh, Kevin.wit 
That's spelled W-I-T-T at springspirit.org. And, you know, we can point you in the right direction. I'm, I'm part of the whole child development team. Um, so, you know, I think I might have mentioned before that when we sit down and talk about these kids, we go down every kid roster by roster and everybody, every department head or anybody that's had any interaction with those kids, you know, speaks up. And, and, and that's where you really learn a lot about the kids. But a lot of time that question pops up is do they have a mentor? Do they not have a mentor? And is this, you know, a child that really needs a mentor at this time in their life? You know, and we, we really try, we really try and help uh, kids at the, at the junior high level. Cause usually that's where, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth, you know, sixth, seventh and eighth grade, they're, they're going through a lot um, maturity and, and, you know, dealing with the whole, um, you know, a whole lot at that age. That's, it's a, it's a big, you know, stepping stone in, in, in the growth process. And, and a lot of times that's where kids need good mentors. And so, um, you know, that, that's, that's a wonderful way to get involved. And, and, uh, yeah, there, there's many opportunities to get involved and I, and, and it's not a big of, a commitment as you would think um but also i i have kind of a little group that i like to that i've put together um ed lamone they, I, I know you know ed um yeah. he's he's helped me assist with with getting kids uh um you know scholarships to college uh and playing baseball we, we've had two last year that have committed to play baseball and they're current freshmen in college and then we had another one just commit um this year um, and probably one more to follow. And so, you know, it's just, it's just providing these kids with opportunities they, they otherwise would never have had and, and That's... never, you know, just, you know, just the belief that, you know, why can't I go to college? You know, whether, whether it's to play a sport or not play a sport and, and giving them that belief, uh, of, you know, and, and, and it's, you know, a lot of these kids just seeing them achieve those dreams is, is really, really cool. It's really, really special. And it's a testament to, again, not only from a coaching standpoint, the coaches I have around me, but our staff here as a whole, when it comes to the whole child piece and, and it, it, it's a staff, I say, you know, it's, it's 20 plus people, you know, and we have two facilities, um, one over off the of Campbell road and one off of Pittner road here. And, uh, it, it's, it's a testament to the staff and commitment to providing for these kids, just, you know, whatever they need, the resources they need to be successful in life. Well, Kevin, it's, it's, it's awesome work you're doing there at spring spirit, making an impact on the community and giving people an opportunity to to be involved to help these kids grow and develop as a whole as, as you know the whole person as you stated uh is fantastic and any listeners out there if you've got any you know baseball equipment that's not being used bats gloves donation would be great spring spirits website check it out and and send that gear that way if you're a person that's interested in mentoring then also check the website out and and look at getting involved in spring spirit as a mentor um really an organization that's making an impact here in this greater houston area and super excited about it so kevin thank you so much for for sharing on spring spirit and what you're doing there That concludes part two with Kevin Witt. Please join us for part three, where Kevin will discuss player development, and that episode should be ready and posted about a week from now. You have been listening to the Brawny Conversations podcast. Thank you for choosing to spend time with us today, and please subscribe to the podcast to receive our latest episodes and give us a follow on social media. New episodes are now in production, and we can't wait to share them with you. Pursue your passions and help others along the way. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.